The following is a hoop ball presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? This is Hoop Ball Grizz. I'm your host, David Williams. Joined. I don't. Know, do you need an introduction anymore? Nope. Sure don't. Everybody should know. But I wasn't supposed to be here. You were supposed to do solo. That's right. It was supposed to be solo. We but had some uh, stuff happen. Sam had to miss the game. Such tonight. a sad, sad story because we were just talking about this. Every time that I don't go, Jonas does super fantabulous. <laughs> Same Brewski, by the way. <laughs> if y'all didn't know. He gets to uh, miss JV mm-hmm. blowing up and then shoot himself in the foot because you would have got to see a monster game yeah. from JV. Well, I couldn't go, trip. so. It is what it is, man. We we will be there Friday. Yep. Where he, where JV over. will do awful. Yep. Uh, he'll have a three points, one rebound, 14 fouls in 12 minutes. Actually, game. the last time they played the Jazz, he did really, really good. And Jonas got me on TV. We found that out today. Yeah, on the today's been a good day. On the highlight me video, not going. Yeah. Well, it wasn't clear, but yeah. So you're semi-famous. Made the, yep. made the highlight because Jonas. Reel. Yep. Yep. It was uh, it was kind of interesting. We were watching the highlights, and there's a highlight. Jonas where, dunks on Gobert. It's yeah. right when he dunks on Gobert, and you see right in the left hand corner, you see. Me and your son, Nehemiah, but, I mean, you have to know who we are to notice. But I was like, oh, my God, we're on TV. And I was like, rewind it, rewind it, rewind it, rewind it, rewound it. And lo and behold, there it was. 15 minutes of fame or whatever it is. (laughs) It was neat. He's got it. Sam's got it right there. You almost got me on TV. I don't care. Yeah. No, it was a, a good game tonight. Even in the loss, the Grizzlies played well. They took one of another playoff team to the wire and just couldn't finish them off. The Grizzlies had a 10-point lead and watched it evaporate. Clippers end up winning the game 121 to 119. The the last defensive series for the Grizzlies, they played it pretty well, but they allowed two offensive rebounds. There it was. You, you can't. You you've got to get a body on somebody. And they were actually they they had a body on Montrez Harrell when he tipped that in. But the the first rebound for the Clippers never should have happened. Nope. The Grizzlies should have had that rebound, timeout called, X amount of time on the clock with a chance to win the game with it being tied. And they just didn't. Didn't didn't get a body on. Clippers pulled down the offensive rebound, reset. It was trash. Taking the L. Trash. Oh, There were a number of different things throughout the game that, that I picked up on where the Grizzlies were just, you know, there were a number of errant passes in the game. There were, I know, three in the first half. Brandon Clark had one. Jay Crowder had one. And the other one may have been Goodrich. I'm not sure who the third one was. But there were three in the first half where they were advancing the ball up the floor and they just airmailed it. I mean, Valanciunas is seven foot tall. It was seven foot over his head. Yep. They have to take better care of the ball. That's something the Grizzlies have been turning the ball over at a pretty high rate lately. I was about to say, that seems to be a common thing. Yeah, they have to start taking better. They had 20 turnovers tonight, hmm. um, and I didn't get the uh, the ratio like points off of turnovers, but it doesn't matter. You you can't turn the ball over that many times in, in the game. The, the only really rough quarter, they didn't have their, I guess – 
I don't want to call it signature because that seems kind of <laughs> <That's> grim. <laughs> signature third quarter? That their signature bad quarter. You know, they've had a lot of times in games this year, the Grizzlies have had one quarter where they just fell flat on their face, and they, they really didn't. The, the Clippers outscored them by four in the first, and then they tied the second and third, and then the Grizzlies actually outscored the Clippers in the fourth. So it it was it was back and forth. It was a close game. Of course, the Clippers didn't have Kawhi Leonard, and that's a you know get me that, that, that's a big that that's one. a big difference. You know, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna go into that. I was hoping this you would, this load to management too. stuff pisses me off, man. Woo. So the the Clippers only play one game in Memphis this year, and Kawhi Leonard sets it out. I'm a Grizzlies fan. I don't give a crap if Kawhi Leonard's playing or not. Would I like to see him play? Sure. I would love to see him play, but I guarantee you that there are people that were at that game tonight that bought tickets in hopes to watch Kawhi Leonard play, and he didn't play. Paid to see him. Here's the – I don't have a problem with NBA players trying to stay healthy. I don't have a problem with Kawhi Leonard Leonard managing his load – what I do have a problem with is the way that they're doing it. You can't you, – you get the schedule. It, it releases to the public in August. I don't know if the teams get it before then or not. I'm not 100% sure. But they release it in August. You can look at that schedule and be like, okay, I only go to these cities one time this year. I'm not going to do my load management on those nights. They played the Mavericks last night in Dallas. They're playing the Mavericks again in Dallas later in the year. So why not set in in the Dallas game and then play in this one? Obviously, they didn't need him. Dallas is a better team than the Grizzlies this year, so maybe that is something that, that is considered. I'm, I'm certain that is something that's considered in determining whether he's going to sit out or not. I feel like the league has got to – they have the fines where if you're setting without an injury, but it's not, it's not really policed all that well. I don't have a solution. I don't have an answer to the the to fix the big problem. I can't stand the fact that the the Clippers are here one time this year. Their star player didn't play. Mm-hmm. He he just didn't. He sets out. Star player, I'm, ah, yeah. It's just Memphis. I'm not going to play. Westbrook didn't play in the Rocket. You know when, when the Rockets came to town. Kawhi Leonard didn't play when the Clippers came to town. Which the Rockets come back. Westbrook's probably going to play in the next game. I don't see why he wouldn't. But why? What? Well, why can't you look at the schedule and make adjustments? The way I look at it is adjustments. If, you know, with him only coming to Memphis one time. I said this earlier, actually. Why not? Okay, you play your game in Dallas. Mm-hmm. You do your thing there. Well, People do pay to see you, so yeah. why don't you play 15 minutes tonight instead of like your usual, what, 30-plus, however long. Not even not even 15, let's say 10. At least get out there, dribble the ball a little bit, show off for the fans, show them that you play basketball, woo whoopity do. you sit down, you're done for the night. Because when I went to see Kobe Bryant a few years ago, it was his second-to-last game in Oklahoma City, you know, Kobe was going to play for the fans. He didn't miss – I think he missed maybe two or three games that year, mm-hmm. and it was games that he was coming back to because this was his second-to-last game. He didn't have to play this, but he did. He played 
I think he played 15, 13 minutes, I believe. Sure. And, I mean, that was good enough for me. I, I drove all the way to Oklahoma City to see him. I yeah. sure did. And that 13 minutes was the greatest 13 minutes ever. <laughs> Got to see Kobe for 13 minutes. I believe it was 13. It was something yeah. like that. It wasn't much, but it was it was well but worth it. Th- there's something that you can do. There has mm-hmm. to be something else that they can at do. At least come out and sign autographs because you Rather know he probably than, didn't do that. I, I don't know whether, you know, we, we don't get to see that on TV, so I'm, I'm not just sure saying. if he signed or not. But I don't even think he was there, was he? I didn't see him. I don't know. I didn't pay that much mm-hmm. attention to the Well, I tried to, to look. I didn't was. see him. Yeah. He – there just has to be – there has to be a way that the teams, the players, the league can work something out where the players can have load management if that's what they want to do and still let the fans see who they want to see. I don't know. I agree. I, I, I don't I, – I think your suggestion is probably – Well, that's what they should do. So something like that. So, obviously, against – better teams against a team like the Mavericks. The Mavericks are in the West. They're they're going to be a playoff team. I understand him wanting to play more minutes against the Mavericks or wanting to play in the Mavericks game as opposed to a young rebuilding Grizzlies team where clearly the, the Clippers didn't need him to beat the, the Grizzlies. If he had played, maybe the gap would have been a little bit wider. It wouldn't have been as close. But yeah. I understand why he would want to play in the Mavericks game as opposed to the Grizzlies game. Just as a fan, I want to see the big guys play. I want to see the superstars play. I think that's one of the things for the NBA, the the recognition. A, A football player can, a lot of football players can just walk down the street and you're not going to know them because they're, they're wearing helmets. You know, the, a lot of maybe not star like your big star football players, the quarterbacks, running backs, your skill position guys, but there's a lot of guys that play defense and a lot of linemen that can just walk down the street and you wouldn't know them. And in the NBA, the recognition that you, the names, the faces, that's why the NBA is so big because they're they're so recognizable and. That's it. I spend my money to watch the game. I want to see the stars play. That's right. If it's a legitimate injury, if something's seriously wrong, I don't want him to risk his entire career because I paid my money and I I deserve to see him play. It's not an entitlement thing. I just want to see them manage it a little bit better. And I think there are, if they sit down and really talk about it, there's some great minds in this business that can come up with a plan, design a plan that will be good for all the sides. Absolutely. Here's another one. You know, later this year, we're going to go see the Pistons, and Blake plays the Nuggets on Sunday, and then they play the Grizzlies on Monday. So that kind of scares me because he's on that load management stuff too. He doesn't play back-to-back. It's kind of like Kawhi, not bashing anybody. I'm just saying they've rested every back-to-back They've rested Blake, so that kind of scares me because that's yeah. why we're going. So being, being an Eastern Conference team, they only play the Grizzlies at home once. Mm-hmm. It, we may not get to see Blake Griffin play. 
Hopefully we will next year. No, maybe he'll play this year. I I hope that he plays this, this year. year. He played for the he played the Grizzlies last year, so yeah. I hopefully we get a repeat. All right, we'll get away from that. We'll go back to the game again. The final score of the game was Clippers one twenty one, uh, Grizzlies one nineteen. Had a really good offensive night tonight. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys done very well. Jay Crowder had 20. He had 20 points, four rebounds. He had hit three threes. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. had 17, six rebounds, two assists, a block. He shot the ball decent from three again. You know, I think he was, well, I say he was like 33%. I think he was like three for nine from three. Three, three for nine. And I'm okay with him shooting the ball from three that many oh, yeah. times. He's been shooting the ball really, really well from three. Definitely fine with him taking those shots. He had some good looks. Ja Morant didn't have any points in the first half. Had a very, very strong second half. Really, honest, down the stretch, he carried the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Kept them in this game to make it interesting and, and gave the Grizzlies a chance to win the game. But just couldn't figure out a way to to close the door. That's something that's been the case all year. The Grizzlies have just struggled closing games. Ja Moran has answered that, and it will come as he matures as a player. But he, he showed off against probably the best defensive team in the league. He showed that he can get to the basket. He can impose his will on a game whenever he's ready. The one thing that the Clippers done very, very well, and it wasn't wasn't an entire team thing necessarily, but Patrick Beverly there at the end, when Ja would get rid of the ball, when he would cross half court and he would pass it off, he almost never got it back because Patrick Beverly was denying him the ball super, super hard. And that's something, when you look at a team and you're like, okay, this is the guy that can't beat me, well, the Clippers have three guys that they can put in. They're like, okay, who do you want? Yeah. <laughs> do you want Patrick Beverly? Do you want Kawhi Leonard? You want Paul George? <laughs> you know, if if you're a wing team, that's it's just nuts. It's insane the caliber of defensive wings that they have, and and that's going to be a nightmare for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Brandon Clark had another decent night. He had ten points, six rebounds. Uh, bodied Lou Williams. Just, I mean, I'm not even sure why Lou Williams jumped. He just wanted to be on a poster, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it he was, killed that man. Yeah. It, it was it was nice. It was very, very mm-hmm. nice. Really enjoyed watching that. There's always good things with this young team. Even in the losses, there, there's a lot of fun stuff to watch. The Brandon Clark, he's got hops for days. John Morant, super exciting. Jaron Jackson, we haven't even really talked. You know, we we talked a little bit in the beginning about JV, but he was a behemoth tonight. The bearded behemoth. Yeah. Uh, 30-16, three assists, a steal and a block, filling up the stat sheet. Yeager. Looking good for your fantasy team over there. Yeager. Yeah. What well, what was he from the field? He shot. He was really he, efficient. Was he shot twelve for seventeen? Yeah, just he was had two for, his way. Two for two for two for three from the the three point line too. They the Clippers as good as they are wing defensively on, on the wings. 
they don't have a big man that's nope. going to shut down JV. Nope. Har- Harrell is a good today big man. The, the way that the game is going, the stretch stretch the floor big man. Harrell plays that very well. But if you get an old school guy that can score on the block, Harrell's going to have trouble with it. I, I don't know much about Zubak to know, but I don't yeah. I don't think he's much of a, a defensive guy. What right? I've watched of him with the Lakers and the Clippers now, it just yeah, Jonas he, was tearing him up. Yeah, he definitely was not a defensive guy no. against JV tonight. Yeah. JV was having his way with him. As he had a really good putback. Uh, he had a putback dunk. Ja drove in and missed oh. a layup, and it was the one that he had twenty one and nine at the time that he had this putback, and it was a big putback and. Sam's over here, and, and I think I've got a hole in my wall from where he jumped up and kicked my couch it's at the same time. possible. <laughs> He's breaking stuff over here, getting excited over JV. Oh, Dylan Brooks struggled tonight. He was two for eight from the field. I tweeted out, and, and I'll stand by this. He ended up fouling out of this game, but I like his aggression on defense. I like what Dylan Brooks is doing on defense. He... Who was he covering? He was all over one dude. He wouldn't let him pass or anything. Paul George. Was oh, it George? Was, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's in the the I mentioned him in the Rockets game on Harden. He just doesn't. There's no back down in he, him. Jumping He's, and kicking, and I mean, he yeah. he wasn't having it. You ain't yeah. passing it. He. I said I tweeted. I'm like, you heard it here first, Dylan Brooks future first team all defense guy and i really honestly believe that that. i don't think it's going to be this year i think he's still got some work to do but i like his energy on defense i like how he's just right there he's in their face A, a lot of the stuff that he was doing tonight was stuff that you see when it's time to turn it up watch patrick beverly if if you go back and you watch a replay at the end of that game Watch how aggressive Beverly was guarding Ja Morant. And you see a lot of the same thing, like Dylan Brooks. Obviously, he's not on the level of Patrick Beverly yet. I'm not saying that. But he, he I honest to goodness believe he's going to be a first-time or a first-team all-defensive guy at some point in his career if he keeps working the way that he's working. Don't have much more on tonight's game, guys. We're, we'll go over. We'll be back again. Um we're going to record probably Saturday. Don't know if we'll get it out Saturday or not. It may be Sunday sometime before it airs, but we will um, We'll get another cast out Saturday, and we're going to cover next week. The Grizzlies got a big week coming up. They got four games. They play the Pacers at home on Monday, and then the rest of their games are on the, the road. So uh, three road games, one home game. It's going to be a busy, busy week, four games. We'll get – I know 100% for sure Sunday we can get the, the T-Willis post game to you. So we'll get that. You'll probably get two pretty quick back-to-back because you'll have the uh, the weekend show previewing all of the upcoming games for the week. And then we'll get that T-Willis post game. And then um, the the rest of the week is just kind of cloudy. It's going to depend on, on how things go. But if we can get them to you, we will be here. Sam. Yo. Yeager. Yeager. All right, guys. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at DWill2111. The show is at Hoopball Grizz. That's H O O P B A L L 
G-R-I-Z-Z. Sam, where can we find you, man? I'm on Twitter as well. It is SamEB1118. That is a capital S, lowercase A-M-M-Y, capital B, 1118. All right. That's all we got. Until next time. Go Grizz. Go Grizz. Yay, guys. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.